0: <laughs> uh but, uh yeah. oh man.
1: Well, you know, Yes. Well, you know, you know well, the, the Bible and you know things. Ah. Bleh,
0: bleh, bleh, bleh. Welcome Well, come to <laughs> excessively <laughs> <a> thought. <laughs> To thought. So today <laughs> is another episode of a sore the Heroes of Old series, and this episode will be taken by none other, none other than myself.
1: Than the person who's not Ben. Yes, <laughs> t- crazy, t- Taking I know. my series.
0: So today we are going to be discussing Hosea. Well, so a brief explanation, Hosea was an Old Testament prophet, and basically God used him to basically act out how god was feeling you really should have set that microphone up before (laughs) Uh, god used hosea to act out how god felt about um israel uh so hosea being god and his wife being israel so is his wife real hosea's right wife is she real I will ignore that question. <laughs> okay, so let's just start off by reading Hosea 1. Yeah. Okay. Um, starting in verse 2. When the Lord first spoke through Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take yourself a wife of whoredom, and have children of whoredom, for the land commits great whoredom by forsaking the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Diblaim, and she was conceived and bore him a son. And the Lord said to him, call his name Jezreel, for in, Je- uh, in just a little while uh, I will punish the house of Jehu for the blood of Jezreel, and I will put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. And on that day I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. She conceived again and bore a daughter, and the Lord said to him, call her name No Mercy, for I will no more I will no more have mercy on the house of Israel to forgive them at all. But I will have mercy on the house of Judah, and I will save them by the Lord their God. I will not save them by bow or by sword, or by war, or by horses or by horsemen. When she went uh when, when she weaned no mercy, she conceived and bore another uh, a son. And Lord's and the Lord said, Call his name not my people, for you are not my people, and I am not your God. Yet the number of children of Israel shall be like the sand of the sea which cannot be measured or numbered. And in the place where it was said to them, you're not my people, it shall be said to them, children of the living God. And the children of Judah and the children of Israel shall be gathered together and they shall appoint for themselves one head and they shall go up from the land for great shall be the day of Jezreel. Okay, so let's just reflect on that first chapter. So I was...
1: I'm playing with my mic again.
0: Okay, it's fixed. Don't worry, it's all good. It's all good. My mind has changed in like three possessions. I have even spoken. Yet. That's
1: all right. It's all right. We're good.
0: So, if we just think about what all this stuff represents, so Jose was told to marry a whore, someone who wasn't going to be faithful to him.
1: Would you marry a whore?
0: I would not marry a whore. No, no, neither no. would I. Yeah, no, it's not a good business. Okay. <laughs> Um, you're really, you really. You're really <laughs> <never>. <laughs> <laughs> so we can we can put this in perspective. How God must have felt, because um, if you're, because in the whole Bible, He's continually, continually, um, loved Israel, right? Mm-hmm. And Israel has continually spat on His face, yeah. And it's conti- like the whole the whole Old Testament is pretty much a cycle of. Israel betraying God's God punishing them and then Israel that, and then coming, them, back. Them coming back and repenting. then it starts all over again yeah so I'll, I'll read on uh chapter 2 uh verse 1 to th- 13 so uh say to your brothers uh you are not you are my people and to your sisters uh you have received mercy plead with your mother plead for she is not my wife and I am not her husband and she put away her whoring for that she may put away her whoring from her face, and her adultery from between her breasts, lest I strip her nakeds, and make her as in the day she was born. Make her like a like a wilderness, and make her like a parched land, and kill her with thirst. Upon her children I, I will have no mercy, because they are children of whoredom. For their mother has played the whore. She who conceived them has acted shamefully. For she said, I will go after my lovers, who give me bread and my water, my wool, and my flax, my oil and my drink. Therefore I will hedge up, up her way with horns I will hedge up her way with horns, and I will build a wall against her, so that she cannot find her baths. She shall p- pursue her lovers, but not overtake them, and she sh- shall seek them, but shall not find them. Then she shall say, I will go and return to my first husband, for it was better for me then than now, and she did not know that it was I who gave her the grain, the wine, the oil, and who lavished her in silver and gold, which they used for bough. Therefore I will take back my grain in its time, and my wine in its season, and I will take away my wool and my flax, which were to cover her nakedness. Now I will un- uncover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and no one, and no one shall rescue her out of my hand. And I will put an end to her all her mirth, her feasts, her new moons, her sabbaths, and all her appointed feasts. And I will lay waste her vines and her fig trees, of which she said, "These are my wedges, which my lovers, which my lovers have given me." I will make them a forest, and the beasts of the field shall devour them. And I will punish her for the feast days of the bowels, when she burned offerings to them, and adorned herself with her ring and jewellery and went after her lovers and forgot me declares the Lord so I'm going to flick over to look actually because it's the He's way even find a link huh <laughs> find the <a> link <laughs> I've just lost my place in Hosea. Um, okay doesn't matter so <laughs> uh, even just the way this is worded it's very it reflects some of the words reflect word for word in the prodigal son um, narrative. If I can find that, yeah. So Luke, fifteen, verse eleven. Right, Ben. What is what is the parable parable of the prodigal son?
1: The parable of the prodigal son. is a parable about a son who goes prodigal. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a parable that Jesus says about um a son who leaves his father. He takes all of the his, his inheritance with him and then squanders it in a foreign country. That country goes under problems. He then has no money to fend for himself. He then starts working. He gets to the point of extreme desperation. And he's like, well, hang on a minute. My father's still alive. I shall go work for him as a servant because I'm too ashamed to be his son. And then the father basically welcomes him with open arms and basically kills the best calf for him, holds a grand, grand feast and he says behold my son is lost and now he's found he is dead but now he is alive and then the older brother is like you i was here your whole time what's going on here i was faithful the whole time and yet you've never thrown a grand feast for me and then and then the father says he was dead now he's found. so it's a grand grand thing yeah well said so that is that's
0: pretty much the prodigal song uh, story and you could you could probably see the links between this already so um basically both people squander all they have they reject uh they reject the person they're supposed to be loyal to and then eventually that doesn't work out for them um so gomer actually ends up in she ends up being sold to like slavery so i'll, I'll read on um spoilers <laughs> So I'll read on in Hosea. Um, yeah. So therefore, behold, I will lure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. And wh- and there I will give her her vineyards and make the ac- valley of Achor a door of hope. And there shall, uh, then she shall answer in the, as is in the days of her youth, as at the time when she came out of the land of Egypt. And in that day, declares the Lord, you will call me my husband and no longer will you call me my Baal. I will remove the names of the battles from her mouth, and they shall be remembered by name no more. And I will make for them a covenant on that day, with the beasts of the fields, the birds of the heavens, and the creeping things of the grounds. And I will abolish the bow, the sword, and war from the lands. And I will make you lie down in safety. And I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice, in steadfast love and in mercy. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know. And you shall know the Lord. And in that day I will answer, declares the Lord. I will answer the heavens, and they shall answer the earth, and the earth shall answer the grain, the wine, and the oil, and they shall answer Jezreel. And I will sow her for myself in the land, and I will have mercy and no mercy. And I will say to not my people, you are my people, and he shall say, you are my God. And then chapter three, uh, Hosea redeems his wife, and uh, and the Lord said to me. Go again, love, love a woman who is loved by another man and is an adulteress, even as the Lord loves the children of Israel. Though they turn to other gods and love cakes of raisins, so I bought her for 15 shekels of silver and homer and a, and a lethic of barley. And I said to her, you, you must dwell as mine for many days. You shall not play the whore or belong to another man. So I will be to you. For the children of Israel shall dwell many days without uh, king or prince, without sacrifice or pillar, without ephod or household gods. Afterwards, the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king, and they shall come in fear to the Lord and to his goodness in the latter days. Okay. And then you refer back uh, forward to the prodigal son thing. You know, Mm. the father, father is not holding the grudge He's just happy that his son's returned and that's very similar to this this passage you know jose is always uh it's always cause uh, always told to love He's walk in love right mm. doesn't matter what his wife's doing he has the duty to love her right yeah and if we frame that if we frame god's love in that way right if we look at it like that you, you begin to realize like how much pain you must have been in right so because it's like can you imagine being in a relationship where you have to love this person who doesn't love you right she's unfaithful mm. she's going after everything but you right and you ha- you have to love that person like unconditionally like, is there anything more painful than that? Would you say, Ben? It's
1: pretty painful. Like,
0: and this, this, this is only uh, like a f- human level.
1: Can you imagine when you see all of time, where ev- every baby born, you love unconditionally, just to see them fall away? Yeah. And just,
0: just think about that, because that's that's quite powerful stuff. And it all boils down to God loves us. Because his love is not
1: dependent on us, which if we just think about that, yeah. the Genesis story. I often describe it as because a lot of a lot of people ask, well, if God loves us all. Why? Why doesn't he save all of us? Why doesn't he, you know, why do bad things happen? Why do these different things happen and like that? And I often describe us as like say. Um, I think I've said this example in another episode where you basically you're in class right and um, you're some really really rich person is completely smitten for you, completely in love with you and if you were to get with him um, you know you would be you would be perfectly good for the rest of your life, you know you'd have everything that you could possibly ever want and you'd be happy forever but love is a choice and maybe you don't like how his hair looks or something <laughs> and you're like i don't really i just want to be fair i don't really like i don't really want to be in a relationship with him now what's the guy gonna do is he gonna love you enough to let you go or is he gonna stalk you is he gonna chase after you and, and make you love him see once you try and make someone love you when you force it it's not love it's not it's not a choice love has to be, pure love has to be a choice you know and that, and we're, we're the girl in that kind of situation where God's offering us everything because He loves us that much. Do we love Him back? That's the choice that we all want. Christians love Him and Christians can see the great wealth of beauty and uh, this, this, this fountain of glory. He'll wipe away every tear Um, aspect of God that this is gonna be glory forever and sometimes eternal life is 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 a, is a is a key word that christians overuse right i was, I was my minister said yeah uh, last sunday christians are going to be alive in a million years time you're going to be alive in a million years and that kind of puts it into perspective like you oh well eternal life that's forever you know but then you're like hang on I'm actually there's actually a number there a thousand years in a hundred and in 227 years i'm still going to be alive and it really puts it into perspective because there's a love there because God actually wants me and whoever's listening to this to be with him but we need to choose we messed up in the garden but then God provided another way and that was his son you know he provides this other way
0: yeah and even in the Jose story what did Jose end up doing He, he gave everything he had to buy her back
1: yeah you
0: know he had it was in full ...a legal right to divorce this person... yeah. ...even way before this even
1: happened... ...it's feel full right not to love him... ...her either...
0: ...yeah... ...you know he would... ...we wouldn't say he's a bad guy for leaving... Yeah. a you know what I mean... ...but uh... So we, what probably,
1: ...we probably think he's a maniac... ...like... ...imagine <laughs> I came in... ...and I'm like... I- ...I'm uh... ...I'm in love with a whore Josh... ...and... ...she's a piece of work like... ...and you'll be like... ...Ben... What are you doing? <laughs> you know, and then every Christian who knows, we will be like, "What the flip are you at?" So you know, it's very interesting the perspectives you can put on Hosea. Yeah, people will look at him with dishonor, but then God looks at him with honor because it's His word. So it's like, ooh.
0: well, you can you one person could put like look at him as like, "Oh, he must be some pushover," but if you read the second half of like, um. That's the wrong book, I mean. <laughs> the second half of like chapter one, or the, he's angry. He's so angry, yeah. He's pissed off, but he still acts in love. And that's a challenge to us. So what are we to do with that knowledge? So we are told to walk in love, specifically. And what do we mean by love? We mean by Christ-like love that God gives. So if you go to Ephesians chapter five, these are the first two verses. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave Himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Loads of people would say, Oh, yeah, I love people. I, love people. But like, I think I'm a good guy.
1: You... I, I don't hurt people. I, I like people. People are cool. Yeah, these guys. And um,
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> but when, and then the other people would say, You know, oh I love I love God's. I'm just not I just don't agree with the stuff he says or did or and we're not on the same good terms like yeah. now or something but this is what it says to walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God I know we live in a western society and those words are probably a bit numb we're a bit numb to those words what does it mean to imitate Christ Christ died on a cross we're going to say for the church yeah people people um later in this past later in that that chapter mentions like love your wife as christ loved the church and people be like oh that's not fair why do why do the guys get to be like christ and you're like is that a cup you want to drink from like do you know do you know what that means yeah. so anyway i'm gonna quote there's a guy called Mike Winger. He's a pastor uh, from America for a wee while. So he says "The uh, love love is not feelings, but love has feelings. So the feelings, they don't make a relationship legitimate. For example, like adultery. There's a lot of emotions tied up with that. Um, but the lack of these feelings do not make a relationship illegitimate. Some may say we fell out of love but god never told you to fall in love he told you to walk in love so back to what you said earlier you you can choose love love is always a choice it's not a spontaneous emotion uncontrolled there there are like, these are but romantic feelings also not also not to be pushed aside in importance uh, but they're only the icing on the kick. they're not the actual kick mm. itself you know so, uh, in that video of Mike Winger, yeah, he told a story about a Christian counselor uh, and a husband. So, the husband went to this counselor and he said, Counselor, the, the love is gone. The romance is dead. It is but a distant memory. What am I to do? And the counselor says, You are called, well, you're called to love your wife. And the husband said, Well, you don't understand. It's like she's not my wife, it's like she's my neighbor. We just happen to live in the same house. And the country says, well, you're called to love your neighbour. And the husband says, well, you don't understand. It's like she's not even my neighbour. It's like we're strangers. It's like I don't even know her. And the country says, well, you're told to love strangers. And the husband says, "No, you don't understand. It's like she's not even a stranger. It's like she's my enemy. It's like she's undermining everything I do it's like she's my enemy it's like she's against me and the country says well do you know what the bible says about your, your enemy and it really it really just drives home it's like this is yeah, that's what it means to have Christ like love it's to have love that isn't based on anything exterior do you know what I mean like in modern society we've strayed away from this biblical understanding of the male role in marriage like, uh, there are a plethora of so called love stories where the only thing displayed is a rush of like falling in love and the honeymoon phase, you flowers know, flowers
1: and chocolates. Yeah. yeah,
0: and they do little display what it truly means to love your wife as Christ, love the church, all icing like and no sponge. So, romantic love is is to true godly love as fun, slash, joy, slash, happiness is to a meaningful life all wonderful things to be wished for and maintained so not to wither in the hardships of life but by no means are they sufficient nor reliable enough to lay your foundations on And like ro- romance passes and is rekindled as happiness and joy comes and goes but perhaps if one strives to live a life that is meaningful he could bear the storms of his existence when joy is but a memory Likewise if they therefore if we therefore put the focus on Christ like like love, we might overcome the speed bumps that many are left undone by. But what do you think about that?
1: Read that last bit again.
0: This is no longer my. Winger, by the way, this is me. Uh so romance passes and is rekindled as happiness and joy comes and goes. But perhaps if one strives to live a life that is meaningful he could bear the storms of one's existence, when joy is but a memory. Likewise, if we therefore put the focus on Christ-like love,
1: we may overcome the speed bumps that many are left undone by. It's very powerful because know, a number of people, listeners, might find themselves in a position where they feel like they've tried to love someone in a very, in a, in a very romantic way, but there are storms and speed bumps and they just, the things just get in the way, and it's like, it's not even things to do with the their two relationships, it's just other life things, maybe family, maybe friends, maybe church, maybe school, you know, or university, or your workplace, you know, there's just these different speed bumps, and sometimes you feel like, well, I'm all right, because I've got a wife, or I've got a husband, or whatever, but the Bible, the Bible talks about how we can, overcome these kinds of speed bumps and endure not overcome them but endure them because christ calls us to suffer you know being a christian is suffering in his name it's not it's not about overcoming suffering it's about enduring suffering and surviving it um and sometimes people put themselves in these kinds of moments of suffering where they say, it's okay, I've got this to hold on to. But you find out that that's not that stable, and then they've got nothing. It's like a well, it's bottomless pit. It's like, I thought I could hold on to something this powerful, this strong, but now that I can't anymore, I'm falling deeper and deeper, and I don't know how to get out. But being a Christian, all about how God has his own hands in a cup, and he's going to catch you. Because that love, that relationship between God and man, between God and human, is... Is never going to shake, it's never going to give way under you.
0: Is there not a passage in the Bible that says, A uh, fool is he who gives up his life for that which he cannot keep, yeah. but a wise man gives up what he cannot keep, yeah, for that
1: which he cannot lose? Jesus' famous saying, even before he was hung up to the cross, was, Take up your cross and follow me. Yeah, You know, this suffrage, this. Uh, We
0: shouldn't take those words lightly. Absolutely not. In that, uh, in that Mike Winger video, I've been quoting. He talks about a letter he got, basically says, uh, "When your wife mistreats you, this is your chance to show the love of Christ to her." You know, and that's obviously not limited to the marriage, but just any Uh, relationship. You know, if you show love in the face of hate, face of your enemies it you know. Piles
1: coals on their head. That's
0: a yeah. That's a verse. Like it's easy to reciprocate, but it's hard to show love when there's none given in return. You know. Yeah. Look at my notes really quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll give an example of this, right? And I completely hand this over to to Christ. You know, this is this is not on my part. All right. If you say it was, then you're a fool. i mean you're not you're not you're not speaking with knowledge anyway um you were there so one night in belfast oh yes one night in belfast right so we were out in belfast really late for some we were at a work dinner thing right so it was quite late and i was archie it was tight was toby there yes he was archie and toby right our friends anyway we were walking to our car's then this this uh, as as you, as you do in midnight in Belfast, there's drunk people everywhere, right, and they all want to kill you, <laughs> 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 or give you drugs or something like that. Um, but anyway, we're just walking along, having a laugh as you do with your mates. And this guy, he he's walking towards us. He's in our path, right? I just I look at this limping. guy, I'm like I'm like, what is this guy? Because he's walking quite funny. But he's holding, he's holding like.
1: He's, he's holding he's crutches holding, and he's not two, using them.
0: He, he's holding two crutches and he wasn't using them. And he, he looked like he should be using them. Uh, I, was <laughs> like, I was like, that's a bit strange. Anyway, so he comes up to to me out of the four of us. He's like, what are you laughing at? And I, he reaches out his hand. And at first, it completely me, caught me off guard. I thought he was like coming for like a high five or a handshake. I was like, what's this guy doing? Anyway, this guy swings his arm out tries to like hit me in the it's face fist, like a... yeah he tries to he takes it tries to take a dig at my my head there matrix style i somehow managed to slip slip back and it yeah. narrowly misses Like literally i felt the wind cross past me <laughs> And
1: then i go that guy just tried to punch josh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so i've never I just met just once. <laughs> and i was like uh... I was like what
0: Whoa. I can't believe that just happened. Anyway, this is all this is all happening in like seconds, right? Almost um, like immediately this um uh, his friends actually start coming over. Yeah. Like trying to make sure I don't trying to preempt preemptively make sure I don't try and kill his friends <laughs> for trying to assault me. But through the whole situation there was no anger. Yeah. Uh, Complete numb calm i no. mean
1: me and the other two guys were laughing our heads off because you just had a pile of drunk people one of them trying to kill you and the rest of them holding him back and another one just like giving you a big bear hug going don't be angry with them i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah so
0: his friends actually started like they're really emotional about this because yeah. they, were, they were thought i was gonna attack his friends <laughs> so I, I managed to back up from this this guy clearly wasn't in a good place um no, I could, I could have. Like, he was smaller than me. It was tiny. He was clearly, limping <laughs> you know, he did aggra- like, was the aggressor, and I was in the. You could, he you could have, you
1: could have just knocked him out, like. Yeah, but I, I didn't. But we didn't because we're Christians. <laughs> uh,
0: somehow, <laughs> I ended up consoling his friend actually yeah. because. He was so nervous about the situation, even though I was the one who got always did.
1: was he, he was like, you can't just go punching people. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I gave
0: that guy a hug. Went on my way. This is all in a few seconds, right? Oh, And yeah. then just a side story, because it's hilarious. It was so funny. This guy came up in a bicycle, calling the Batman of Belfast. Batman of Belfast! He's just a vigilante. He's trying to look for a reason to hurt someone. So he was like, you can't let that happen.
1: Alright, right, mate, nah, no, you can't let that happen. I wouldn't let that happen to anything like me, mate. See, if someone came up and punched me, mate, I'd slit their throat, mate. I'd slit their And we were just like,
0: whoa, whoa. Like, I'll I'll beat up for you. I'll knock his head in. I'll knock I'll, his head I'll, in, mate. I'm, like...
1: from, I'm from I'm from, West Ends, mate. I knocked their head in. Like... It was just like, flip.
0: So I ended up trying to console this guy because he was clearly yeah, he's out for trouble. Unhinged. <laughs> and Archie, because... He was no older than 16, look. Archie, because he's smart, he doesn't want this guy, or or us, to be in his bad side. He's like, "That's a nice bike you got."
1: Yeah, because we were we were kind of annoying him, saying, "No, it's all right. You don't need to hurt anyone. It's just like I don't want what I want." And we're just like, "Oh, that's a nice bike." And then
0: he's like, "Oh, thanks. Stole it. (laughs) Stolen, mate." He he just cycled away.
1: Uh, and he was on his own and he was just riding up and down the street we just just looking for again. an excuse to beat just sh- to stab anyone he can like. that's crazy uh, so that was the night yeah but
0: yeah it's straight I did, absolutely level headed I didn't expect yeah. that but that's just that's just one example you know just calm just peace yeah so if I find wherever my notes I was going to read now we'd be doing well. <laughs> Sleep your <three-bit>. <laughs> Ah <laughs> yes. Uh so there's another story of this kinda kinda un unreciprocated love. Um so a man whose wife got a disease from basically sleeping around being yeah. unfaithful. Um Basically she got she got a disease from be- her unfaithfulness and her friend asked him why he uh he didn't just leave her. He ended up getting angry. Um and he said I will love her for as long as there is breath in her body and later she actually ended up on her deathbed dying from this disease that she got from her adultery. And his hands were held over her in prayer as she as he nursed her as, as she yeah. died but it's it's quite an emotional image that it's kind of crazy yeah. you know it's just un unrivaled love you know what can you do so I have written my notes read Ephesians 5 so we'll do that <laughs> <laughs> 25 step to 30, up, 32 step. Uh yeah husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present to the uh, the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. So, but, you know, uh, in the same way, husbands love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it. Just as Christ's love does the church, because we are members of His body, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying it that it refers to Christ and the church. He ever let each each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. And again, it's just a like we are we are again we are told. As as well directly as as the husbands, we are to love our wives as Christ mm-hmm. loves the church. And based on what I said, that should terrify you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I'll just just to bring it back to Hosea, really quick. If I can find it, is unlikely. Here we go. Hosea. Uh, so, so this is just, just to hit home the sheer heartache God has. It, I think, it cries out in this passage. Okay, so the first part of this, God is sort of quoting Israel in a sarcastic manner, right? Come, let us return to the Lord, for He has torn us, and that we may, that He may heal us. He has struck us down, um, and He will bind us up after two days he will revive us and the third day he will raise us up that he may live that we may live before him let us know let us press on to know the God uh, know the Lord his going out is sure as dawn he will come to us as the showers as the spring rains that water the earth then this is speaking properly what shall I do with you O Ephraim which is another word for Israel what shall I do with you O Judah, your love is like a morning cloud, like the dew that goes early away. Therefore, I have honed them by the prophets. I have slain them with by the words of my mouth, and my judgment goes forth as the light. For I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice, the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings.
1: Mm. I think I talked about this kind of love um, in my love episode few months back Um, how about a father and a son's love and how um, a son would do all the wrong in the world and a father would still try and keep him alive and similarly if the father were to do all the wrong in the world the son will either do one or two things will just blindly follow him or grow to resent him it really puts into perspective who's doing the wrong things the father or the son but um, sorry continue if
0: we just emphasise that last part for I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings and knowledge like can be like knowledge in the bible sort of emphasised as I know Ben he's my friend I don't just know of him I actually know him you know I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice. The knowledge of God rather than burnt offering. So he wants a relationship, yeah, and could, it kind of cries could, you out. You
1: could sacrifice a hundred, a hundred, a hundred lambs to God, but if you don't read any of His Word, then you're just you're you're nothing. You're a pagan. If you don't, you know. if you don't actually, you know. But and else says
0: in the Bible, if you love God, you will keep His commandments. Yeah. Right. So it needs to be. You can, you can feel his pain because, because uh, yeah, sort he, of mocks Israel. He's like, oh we'll repent, will yeah. We'll do these like things. I gave
1: you commandments, like you know, will repent, these <laughs> things, and he's
0: just holding, he's just shaking his head Like when was the last when time? will these
1: guys understand? When was the last time your father gave you a list of um, rules, and he said, right, mate, I'm gonna love you, but like, so I know you love. Here's some rules, here, mate. All right. He, these are these are these are your guidelines he doesn't just God doesn't just leave us in the dark and trying to figure out what's wrong and what's right what will betray him and what won't He's he sets it out in stone or in paper as we have the Bible still 2000 and something years later you know
0: yeah, another another wee passage short passage just again just to emphasize what I just said uh, chapter 11 verse 1 to 9 when Israel was a child I loved him And out of Egypt I called my son. The more they were called, the more they went away. They kept sacrificing to the bowels and and burning offerings to idols. Yet it was I who taught Ephraim to walk. I took them up by their arms, but they did not know that I healed them. I led them out with cords of kindness, with the bands of love, and I became to them as one as who eases the yoke of their jaws. I bent down to them and fed them; they shall not return to the land of Egypt, but Assyria shall be their king, because they have refused to return to me. The Lord uh, sorry, the swords shall rage against their cities, consume the bars of their gates, and devour them because of their own counsels. My people are bent on turning away from me, and though they call out to the Most high, He shall not raise them up at all. How can I give you up, O Ephraim? How can I hand you over, O Israel? How can I make you like Adma? How can I treat you like Zeboam? My heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. I will not execute my burning anger. I will not again destroy Ephraim, for I am God and not man. The Holy One is in your midst, and I will not come in wrath. It's painful painful being God and again what is our command just one verse this time don't worry uh Hosea 12 verse 6 so you by the help of your God return hold fast to love and justice and wait continually for your God and that is where this episode should end (laughs) but it doesn't But I need to bring Revelation into everything, so we'll do that really quickly. I will, and I don't want this to be the focus of the episode, so I'll try and make it quick. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's a there's a passage called the Great Prostitute and the Beast in Revelation. Okay, so I'll read read a few verses and ask you a few questions, Ben. Right? Oh, okay. I will listen. Chapter seventeen, verse one to six. Then one of the seven angels, who had the seven bowls, came and said to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great prostitute, uh, who is seated on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed sexual immorality, and with the wine of whose sexual immorality uh, the dwellers of earth have become drunk. And he carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was full of blasphemous names. And it had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and jewels and pearls, holding in her hands a golden cup full of abominations and the impurities of her sexual immorality. And on her forehead was written a name of mystery, Babylon the Great, mother of prostitutes and earth's abominations. And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints, the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. Okay, so quick question what is a whore what does she represent in symbolic terms um
1: the so what does a whore do what does a whore do uh lust or fulfills lust of others what does
0: she not do more specifically commit yeah she doesn't she's not staying to Mm. one person she's going everywhere right like she's this consuming thing, going ever mixture, right? Even says um, she's a what, many waters, something like that. Who is seated on many waters? So when you can think about waters. It says, uh, so think about. You can think about it as chaos, or you can think about it as just sort of everything. It's all mixed together. You know, the lack of identity. She's not. She's not uh, subject to one thing. She's not easily defined. You know, if you talk about someone's wife, oh it's oh it's so and so's wife. But if so and so's wife is sort of everyone's wife it's uh who's uh I don't know what I don't know what you are quite. Your identity isn't clearly defined. Okay, and she she's depicted as uh been riding this scarlet beast. Okay. You can also think about uh, the beasts are represented of different civilizations across the Bible, right? And you think about it. If she's the head of this beast, and she's also like sitting upon the waters, right? Like the 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 head of the people has no head, has no identity, yeah. has no. She's everywhere, and you think well, that doesn't make sense. It's like, yeah, that's the point. And I'll I'll read on uh, later in that uh, verse thirteen to eighteen. Uh, These are. These are of one mind, and they hand these are of one mind, and they hand over their power and authority to the beast. they will make war on the lamb, and the lamb will conquer them, for he is Lord of Lords, the king of kings, and those with him are called and chosen called and chosen and faithful. and the angel said to me, "The waters that you saw where the prostitutes seated are peoples, and multitudes, and nations and languages like, well, there you go." It says explicitly there and the ten horns uh, that you saw, uh, they and the beast will hate the prostitute. They will make her desolate and naked and devour her flesh and burn her up with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to carry out his purpose by being of one mind and handing over their royal power to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman that you saw is the great city. That has dominion over the kings of the earth, so all of a sudden this ber- this beast is sort of killing this this woman uh this prostitute right as as cause I said, it doesn't make sense the whole the head has no head mm. right, so it's flipped flipped it um but if you want to read that by that symbolism, you can go to my ...revelation... ...slash... ...Tarababal one... ...because it's, it's... ...similar to that... ...but that's not the... ...we're not going to dwell on that... ...okay... ...so... suppose this... ...revelation 21... ...verse 1 to 11... ...so this is the new heaven... ...and the new earth... ...okay... ...then I saw a new heaven... ...and a new earth... ...for the first heaven... ...and the first earth... ...had passed away... ...and the sea was no more... ...and I saw the holy city... new uh, ...the new Jerusalem... ...coming down... ...out of the heaven... ...from God... ...prepared as a bride... ...adorned for her husband... And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, "Behold, the divine place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will uh, be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And he who is seated on the throne said, "Behold, I am making all things new." And he said, "Write this down, for the words are trustworthy." and true and he said to me it is done i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end to the thirsty i will give uh, from them spring of water of life without payment the one who conquers uh, will have the have this heritage and i will be and i will be his god and he will be my son for as for the uh, but as for the cowardly the faithless the detestable as for the murderers the sexually immoral sorcerers adulterers and, and all liars their portion will be in the leg of of the leg that burns with fire and sulphur, which is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of seven of the, full of the seven last plagues and spoke uh, to me, saying, "Come, I will show you the bride, the, the wife of the lamb, and he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy spirit uh, the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven from God having the glory of god its radiance like a most rare jewel like a jasper clearest crystal it had great high walls with 12 gates and at the gate and at the gates 12 angels and at the gate and on the gates the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of israel were inscribed and it, the rest of that chapter is basically describing the magnificent glory of this new Jerusalem yeah
1: right this is very strange cuz um uh, my episode is uh, pretty much on that so
0: it's i I'm not going to dwell on this good, like, <laughs> completely. You'll be glad to know, even though I've drawn pictures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> paste pictures that's for a
0: podcast. If you want to do symbolism, you have to draw pictures. Josh is going nice. to release art. Book. Anyway, but really quick, because getting this is quick getting along, right? These are the same people. Hopefully, from this whole episode, you will be able to understand why that's they represent similar things we are the church of Christ but we are whores we are the we are the great prostitute yes you're drunk on the, the the blood of the saints but we are also the new Jerusalem who is carried down from the heavens in magnificent glory where there is no need of sun or moon where it is shining magnificent bright there's gold everywhere there's bright shining and, crystals etc etc et and, and no tears and no tears for no these tears. the former things have passed
1: the former things have passed
0: uh, no more podcasts just consider all these things okay that is all I must say consider all these things and what is what is the what is the, I'll read that thing again there? if I can find it as a closing right before we before you leave so you, by the help of, of of your God return hold fast to love and justice and wait continually for your God Amen Amen. Thank goodness. You're all thinking. Yep. Yep. That's the end of it. Uh, (laughs) Also, if you're listening to this on a podcast provider, just so you know, we have a YouTube channel as well. We have some clips, shorter clips. So you don't need to listen to 50 minutes of me speaking before you're like, oh, that's an interesting episode. So you can check that out if you do, please.
1: Like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at accessory to thought. Share with your friends. Send us talk to us, comment, and we'll we'll do our best. Goodbye. to Respond bye.